Let's Talk Care with Casper and Christy, produced in the Ed Center Auditorium. Opinions expressed by guests on the show are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of the host or Prometica. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Really appreciate this. With something that's near and dear to my heart, we are going to discuss today, and that's the Daisy Foundation, which is a cool story. I'm not going to tell all of it, as you guys know much more of it than I do, but I think it's just a fantastic program that really gets at the heart of recognizing the great aspects of our nursing care that we deliver here on a daily basis, and I think it's a great award. From the Daisy Foundation here today, we have Jackie Park, who is the state representative, and then we also have Alex Schoen, who's the local rep. Is that right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Daisy's kind of unique because we have our technical regions, but as we've grown, I think we keep a lot of the same relationships. So I was with Prometica initially when you guys first committed to Daisy, and then we work in tandem so often that you can kind of jump in. So we both live here. I technically just travel a little more often. I love it. And we started it here in the fall of 2016, yeah. <laughs> um, which is fantastic. But when did the Daisy Foundation start? I think it's a unique story, too, that it was a family. Yes. Uh, the Daisy <laughs> Foundation started in 1999. It was started by the family of a gentleman named J. Patrick Barnes. Patrick was 33 years old when he was diagnosed with the autoimmune disease ITP. And he battled that autoimmune disease for eight weeks before, unfortunately, passing away due to complications. And it was following his passing that the family really wanted to do something to honor him, something in his memory. And as they spoke about his illness and really their experience within the hospital at various locations, it was the nurses who were so outstanding, not just for the clinical skill they provided, but for the compassionate care, really holding their hand and talking them through what was truly happening in those moments. And from there, Daisy kind of was born. That's fantastic. And it certainly speaks to me. And when, when you look at Sarah's nomination for the Daisy Award, it speaks to exactly that, not just compassion, but patient advocacy in a large way, too, and really being the voice of that patient for those providers. Because occasionally, as physicians, we kind of get focused on certain areas. So it's really great to kind of round that out and, and have that advocacy. Yeah. And even though we've been doing the program since fall of 2016, it keeps growing and growing and growing. And Toledo kind of led it for the ProMedica Health System to get that up and started, and then it's expanded to all the other hospitals. So we're lucky that our organization subscribes to that because it really does mean a lot. Alex, can you kind of like give our listeners a little bit of, you know, what the award process is and the, th the ways that the nurses are recognized? Absolutely. So each DAISY partner has what we consider to be their DAISY team. There is a DAISY coordinator or a couple people, co-coordinators at each location who has the program, and they help to oversee the logistics, collection of the nomination stories, and preparing for honorees to be selected. So dependent on the size of the facility, that is how we determine the number of awards that are most appropriate. So a smaller facility might only present two a year or four a year, but a larger facility would present 12 or 24. It is a, res a review selection by the facility itself as well. So each partner does have a committee who reviews the nomination stories, compares them to the criteria which the organization has set, and then that is how the honoree is determined. So we have a, probably about 200 to 250 submissions at Toledo Hospital a quarter. So it takes a lot of work for our program coordinator, Tracy Whaley, and her team within staff development to blind those nominations and send them out to a group of folks that does kind of some of the voting to be able to give it that non-bias. But it takes a lot of work having that many submissions. So once the winner is selected, mm -hmm. 
Can you tell us a little bit about the award process and what the winner receives? Of course. So each Daisy Honoree does receive an award package. It includes a certificate and portfolio. The certificate is signed by typically the chief nursing officer for that facility, as well as Patrick's father, Mark. Each honoree receives a Daisy Award honoree pin. The Barnes family noticed very early on how important pins are to the nursing field. And so we wanted to really pay tribute to that with an honoree pin. And then each honoree also receives a Healer's Touch sculpture. The sculpture is, it's an ancient African design. We really feel it encompasses the patient and the nurse relationship. We currently have 22 artists from the Shona tribe in Zimbabwe who hand carved these sculptures for our foundation. It is a relationship we're extremely proud of. Because we choose to ethically import the sculptures, they are able to support the artists, not only themselves and their immediate families, but they estimate over 300 people within their community are supported off the work the artists do for nurses throughout the world. No two sculptures are exactly the same, which I find to be the best part because no patient nomination, no nurse to patient relationship is exactly the same. So while all Daisy honorees do get a sculpture, it is specific to them based on the the coloration and the hand signature on the base. And then do you want to tell the story of the cinnamon rolls? rolls? Yeah. So when Patrick was fighting his eight-week illness, he lost his appetite. And his dad, Mark, came to visit him one morning and had a cinnamon roll for his own breakfast. And Pat asked to take a bite, and he ended up eating the cinnamon roll in its entirety. And he asked his dad to come back the next day and not only bring a cinnamon roll for himself, but for all of his nurses. And when Daisy was started, they wanted a way to celebrate teamwork and provide a sensory reminder for nurses that whenever they smell cinnamon, that they remind themselves that they're special people and that they're making the difference in the lives of others. That's a great story. I did yes. not know that. So every award ceremony, that team gets some cinnamon rolls to bring up to the department so they oh can gosh. celebrate together. It explains it because I remember... Seeing those, I don't think I partook, but yeah. yeah. It is funny. I've attended a number of celebrations. It's not really funny even. It's just so sweet that the nurse will say, I was just doing my job or anyone deserves this just as much as I do. And so the roles really kind of pay tribute to that fact. And they are able to share with not just their other fellow nurses on the unit, but anyone within their team um, acknowledging that aspect as well. Yeah, so not only do we have the program director and program manager, we actually have like a VIP winner here with us today. (laughs) Uh, We have Sarah Jateski with us today, and you've been nominated several times and actually been a winner several times. So tell us a little bit about what the award meant to you and how was it when you got your first award? Well, usually I'm so busy with my patients, I don't, I've never actually seen a DAISY award given out. But I was in the med room and my um, nurse manager came up to me and she said, you know, Sarah, let's go down for the Daisy Award. And I'm thinking, heck, yeah, I'd love to see this. I haven't seen one yet. And then they were reading through the submissions that the patients and patients' families had given. And some of it, they were kind of vague. So some of it rang a bell, but I wasn't really thinking anything of it. And then they said my name. And I can't even tell you how grateful I was. I started sobbing. Like, I was very, very humbled and honored, and I never thought this. I know it sounds kind of silly, but I called my mom. I called my dad. I called everyone that I love. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. You know, there's a lot of awards that we give out for staff, but I think when, as a nurse, speaking as a nurse, that when it comes from a patient or patient family that takes that extra time when they were going through this hardship to recognize something that you did that, which was probably part of your daily workflow and daily practice, that it didn't mean anything to you, but it meant something to them is really kind of like the key thing with nursing. 
and why we do what we do. I think that that recognition from them validates that I'm in the right profession. So you won the first one. What about when you got the next one? I was thinking absolutely not. I didn't understand why. I mean, I kept thinking there's so many people around me that are just as deserving. So I was really shocked. Yeah. What floor do you work on, Sarah? I work on REN 5. It's a gastric floor. Yeah. You're a nurse practitioner as well, right? I am a nurse practitioner. Which went back to the bedside, which I I found really unique and interesting. And that's a calling. That must be a calling. So You know, I thought, and I, I did like being a nurse practitioner. I practiced for six months as a hospitalist, PRN, but I didn't realize how much I really needed to be back at the bedside. I feel like that's where my work is. So no matter where life takes me, I will always keep a bedside job. Always. That is just commendable. Well, it shows through the recognition that you're obviously on the right path. Yes, you are (laughs) in the right place. So I just want to read a couple of excerpts, if you don't mind. Sure. This was submitted by a family member. Sarah has been the kindest nurse to my mom. My mom has been diagnosed with stage four cancer. This was a shock to the whole family. Nurses like Sarah, who are kind and helpful, have helped us get through this. She is very good at her explaining what she is doing to my mom and to us. She has been helpful in getting my mom that medicine that she needs and recognize when she may need more or something else. It would be a better place if there were more nurses like Sarah. And there's like, there's several, I could go on. There's two pages worth of just recognizing your hard work and what you do every day. And we're really lucky as an organization to have Sarah and people like Sarah, because again, by 200 to 250 nominations, every single corner, it just goes to show all the great people that we have working here. Well, amen. And to partner with a great foundation like the Daisy Foundation, just to, again, grow and submit those recognitions and and really celebrate that because that is what we're about. I mean, it's what we're supposed to be about. Sarah, anything that you want to say about the Daisy program? Anything you want to add? I want to thank them. I feel like it gave me such like a purpose. I felt like because of this Daisy Award, I feel like I'm in the right place. I feel like my patients, I care for them so much. I care for them and I treat them like I would my own family members. And this just shows me that all of that caring is worth it. And I do advocate for my patients. I do feel like sometimes they don't have an advocate and you have to be there. You have to be their eyes and their ears. And sometimes you have to make calls that maybe you don't want to make, but to the physicians that, but you are their advocate. Yeah. Is there any one of your nominations that stood out the most? There was a gentleman who was stage four cancer and he was going with hospice and his family treated me so well and they were so kind and loving. And I think one of the two or one or two submissions might be from them. I mean, I just felt like they were family. And it's it's hard sometimes because you do get attached to patients. Mm-hmm. That's one of the most difficult things. I mean, I've taken bathroom breaks just to go cry. You know, you don't want them to see you like that, but you do get attached. Yeah. You have to be the strong one for the family and the patient. Correct. Well, that advocacy is so important. If you want to deliver high quality, safe care, you know, as providers, which, you know, we can steer a lot of that care through ordering and testing and things that we do from a therapeutic perspective. But we need that feedback from the nursing staff about what's actually going on. How is that patient feeling? What are they thinking? And we just had a big discussion about that this morning at our Job's conference about taking patients through, you know, very serious and critical scenarios. And how do you kind of engage them? Because we in healthcare understand a little bit of the path that they're about to enter. Sure. And then how do you align that with what their true feelings are when they have no idea what that path looks like? Sure. 
A lot of it is me educating them every step of the way. It might seem a little mundane, but I I want to make sure they know everything that I'm doing, why I'm calling the physician. And I know that the physicians, they do a great job, but I also know that they see a snapshot of the patient each day. They get to put a, together all essentially like a puzzle pieces to figure out the bigger picture. But I know as nurses and even nursing assistants and physical therapy, and we all have to help out the physicians and the patient. Yeah, painting that clinical picture. Oh, you're spot on. That's exactly right. Because we, we do. We go in for a snapshot at that moment in time in the morning, yep. typically. Mm-hmm. What happens the rest of the day? We, and we're so and relying on, on what other people tell you. For sure. So, you know, you have to have that good trusting relationship with your nursing staff team. And just because, you know, you're relying on their eyes and ears and assessment skills to make those decisions. So, Alex, you said that your one of your slogans was mad. Oh, yes, I did. I have a great father. I have great parents. And they tried very diligently to get me to understand that they knew what they were talking about as a kid. And my dad really just wanted me to give everything my all. And looking back, he was right. And I probably didn't follow that direction as much as I should have. But he would say mad. And so it was stood for make a difference. So as I played soccer, he would write it on my hand. As I would go in for big exams or tests, it was always sort of his reminder. He traveled a lot as I was a kid. And so it was kind of his way of always being there when he wasn't able to physically be there. And it's something that I, I always think of it kind of often as I'm doing new things or as I'm working or now being a wife and parent and all of that. And it's probably a way of life or a mentality that he probably doesn't even realize I think of as often as I do. So it was his way to kind of try and keep me engaged and doing the best that I could. And now I I do it, but I didn't always listen when I was young. (laughs) It's interesting that you work for an organization like Daisy that, you know, um, makes a difference to nurses like Sarah that has been nominated and won because she made a difference. And so... I actually hadn't put that connection together. It is unique, I think, um, and Jackie probably would say the same thing. We get thanked for what we do a lot. And that almost makes me uncomfortable sometimes because my ultimate role is to make sure that nurses are able to be thanked for all of the care that they're providing, for doing so much more than just outstanding clinical skill. And as Sarah's talking earlier, what she said and saying she wanted to thank Daisy. We get that so often, but it would mean so much. And just hearing what the award meant to you would mean the world to Mark and Bonnie. That's exactly what they had wanted to make sure was the case for Pat's nurse. And 23 years later, and with as much growth as we have had over the last 23 years, the fact that it's still that impactful, that it it helped you remember exactly why you chose this profession, that it is absolutely your calling is what they had envisioned this becoming. And it was just so wonderful to hear. And I know that would have meant, or now that they'll be able to hear you say that, it will uh, mean so much to them as well. I love that your dad had that mad slogan for you. I didn't have a slogan growing up, but I had a very compassionate mother. So for instance, I'll have patients tell me, Sarah, you're so patient, you're so compassionate. And immediately I say, thank you. I'm going to go tell my mom, thank you, because that is from her. And I think that mad make a difference is how I live without even knowing it because I tell my son all the time, he's 11, I say, in this world, I don't care what you do as long as you help others and you are happy and you are a nice person. I feel like our purpose in this life is to give back to people and to make a difference. So 
I love that your dad did that. That's so great. You're exactly right. I mean, you think about that. It's so formative and you think about how the world's changed through COVID in so many different ways. But I think in healthcare, we have too. And I think it's helped us recognize in some ways how important some of those aspects of care are. And uh, we think we take them a little bit more seriously now than we used to. And I think a lot of that, we navigated around that. I'm, I would use comforting words or even emphasize patient touch, you know, put your hand on someone's shoulder. I think we had to kind of create unique ways to get around that. Yeah, that's awesome. I think we also realize how adaptable we are as humans. Anything can be thrown at us. You just, you just adapt and you learn and you grow with it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's taught us a lot recently, so <laughs> yes. No more learning. <laughs> <laughs> So Brody's 11. What's he into? Brody is currently into basketball. We are watching the 76ers every time they play. Um, (laughs) He's a good kid. Oh, that's fun. So how many how many Daisy Awards have you actually? I know you've been nominated a lot. How many? I have two. And my statues are uniquely different, which I love. That's awesome. And they are center in my living room because I'm so proud and so grateful. I'd be lying if I said my awards weren't also sitting out my certificates. <laughs> so <laughs> my mom comes over and she tries to um, rearrange my house because she's really good at decorating, but she put those away one time. And I said, what are you doing? Go stay out. Good for um, you. What made you want to be a nurse? Um, actually, I tried... To avoid being a nurse, if I'm being honest, I thought I wanted to be a physician. About five years into undergrad, I realized that's not what I wanted to do. I come from a family of nurses, though. Uh, My father's a nurse. He's been a nurse for over 40 years. My stepmom's a nurse. My sister's a nurse. My aunt. So It It is in your bloodline. It's inevitable, yes. But then I realized maybe this is my calling, and there's so many opportunities in nursing. You can go so many different avenues. It just happened the way it was supposed to. Yeah, I would say, definitely. Now, what did they say when you told them that you were a Daisy winner? Uh, My mom, she is very demonstrative and affectionate and verbose. So, like, she was very talkative and thankful and proud. And, oh, Sarah, you know, moms talk you up. (laughs) um, My dad is more, you know, serious. But I could tell, you know, he said, I'm very proud of you. That made me cry a little, too. Yeah, because I respect him so much, and my mom. They did such a good job raising all of myself and my siblings. Obviously, and I know it's not yes. easy raising kids. So thank you. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that 100. <laughs> percent Sarah, is there anything that you want to say or add? Or think being a patient advocate is the biggest takeaway. Um, having compassion and empathy is huge. I feel like your patients they're scared. No one really wants to be in the hospital, so they're putting their trust in you. And we just need to come every day to work, no matter what's going on in our own personal lives. We need to set that stuff aside and just be there for our patients. And if you truly have their best interest at heart and you're advocating for them, then that's the best you can do for them and for you. Agreed. Yeah, so well said, right? It's the most anxiety-provoking experience for anybody that comes in, whether you're in healthcare or not. But you can think about those patients. They're completely fearful of what are they facing. Number one, when can I get out of here? Yes. And what do I need to go through here? A lot of patients, they just want to know the plan. They want to know what's next. I have seen so many times, time and again, if you just give them step-by-step plan, why that's happening, what's going to happen, you can just see their anxiety dissipate. 
Yeah, I think, you know, human nature is the fear of the unknown. Absolutely. And when you don't have control of your own actions and you're used to that. And so, you know, healthcare is, you know, you get admitted to a hospital and they take your clothes, your belongings. They tell you when you can get up, when you can go to the bathroom. It's when you can take your meds, mm -hmm. when you can have your breathing treatments. And, you know, it might be something as simple as them wanting to brush their teeth at a certain time or they want their meds an hour later. You just have to give them some freedom and know when they're when they have those limitations exactly the only thing i guess i would just say is to well to you sarah but to any of the nurses within the programmatica system it's we get nominations all the time that come directly to our foundation or we interact with our partners there's now over 5600 healthcare facilities and schools of nursing internationally that have daisy so we do have the ability to to see the words that patients write and i think the nominations that i see that always stick the most to me are patients who nominate after losing a loved one a year later or 6 years later or for this, the acts that you as nurses think are, are so, so simple. It's something that people really never forget. So even if you, you don't see it in, you know, consistently or you're feeling kind of down about the experience or the stress or especially through the, the pandemic, people are, are noticing what you're doing and they do appreciate it so much and it means so much to them, the care you're providing. So in case you forget, just know that Daisy's trying to make sure that you get that feedback as much as possible. Um, and we just are so grateful to be a partner with Promotica. Absolutely. We feel the same way. It was so nice to meet you yeah, and you to too. learn your story. And I'll tell you, there's not, I mean, there's a lot of moments I'm proud of in life, but the top one is having my son. But I will be honest, this is like number two. Like having That's so wonderful twice, to you. To me, like, I don't know, it just really means a lot. It yeah. does. It should. That's exactly why yeah. they yeah, wanted exactly it. Exactly right. why. So, and thank you for allowing Jackie and I to come because I, I think it helps us to getting to meet you and, and hear you talk about your perspective. A lot of times, like when I was here last time, it's really just operational things that we're telling people to do. Sure. Here's how to be successful. Here's how to get the most recognition for your team. But to get to have your feedback and how meaningful it is for you, that it sort of just filters back. That helps me to be engaged, like keep waking up and talking to people yeah, at five in the morning and doing all the things. So it's, it, I just thank you for saying everything that you did. And I'm oh, just so glad you. that you I'm got grateful. to be recognized with Daisy. Very it's very grateful. deserving. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. these are all wonderful. So yeah. You'll get another Daisy, I'm sure. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just am grateful. Just, it just solidifies that I'm in the right position mm -hmm. where I'm mm -hmm. supposed to be because I go throughout life and sometimes I wonder, am I doing the right thing? You know, life is hard. So yeah. Yeah. it's the one place I feel like, I know I'm doing right. So we've done a lot of growth with our DAISY program. So you can nominate. There's flyers across the hospital that you can write your nomination, but we have actually have our submission nomination form in the form of a QR code. And we're actually looking to expand to get some vinyl clings to put in the patient's rooms. So, you know, when they're sitting there and they had a really good experience, they can go ahead and hit that submission or if the family's waiting there. So we are trying to advertise and expand and give as many opportunities as possible for people to nominate. And we have the big mural down by the elevator so people, when they're coming in to see patients or anything, like they can see what the DAISY Award is. We actually are adding something new in 2023 for our winners is we have designed T-shirts. Nurses love T-shirts. <laughs> that is so, true. So um, we have and designed. They're great at putting catchy sayings on the yeah. back of them, too. <laughs> um, so we actually, our team, Daniel and Tracy, designed a T-shirt for our Daisy Award winners. So in 2023, our award winners will 
not only receive the cinnamon rolls and the certificate and the trophy, but they'll also receive a t-shirt that they can wear and sport around, just like the pin all the time. So we got it in navy blue, so that matches the nursing uniform. And just trying to give another opportunity to not only promote the DAISY program, but for the winners to be able to be proud that they're a winner. As a side note, just for in case your sculptures get moved and ever get broken, just let us call us oh, if really? it oh, ever yeah. breaks. I get we get emails all, all the time, time from yeah. like a panicked husband okay. or a babysitter <laughs> or, or I've cat we've, it over we've overnighted we've it that like yep. people have oh tried they've broken it, panicked, and then tried to like pretend be, it never happened. So yeah. anything, it's striking because it really is. I mean. That was the most interesting part is I learned very early in the, in starting with Daisy that it is truly so meaningful because people it were is. just devastated when they broke. And once they break, it's very hard to, you can't to go back you can't. together. Um, so try. if it ever happens, just contact Tracy. You can get to us and we'll get you another one. You know, that's something and just made me think of something else that we didn't mention about the Daisy program is that even though you work at Promatica, if you're a Daisy winner, Tracy has to manually submit the names so they're in the DAISY organization's oh, yeah. database. So mm-hmm. whether you work anywhere, I mean, you'll, you're in that database, so it doesn't even matter where you work. It'll follow yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So for resumes, as an honoree, you can always put that on a resume or any, you know, ever talking about yourself, but there's additional benefits available to you. There's there's scholarship opportunities if you ever wanted to attend a conference or you wanted to go on a medical mission. There's opportunities for you to come to DAISY and you can apply for scholarships. You can apply for a medical mission grant where if you go, we will reimburse your expenses. There's a, an ANCC certification benefit. So there's a lot available to you. And by being registered, all of those are accepted accessible to you as an, an honor. That's pretty incredible. Actually. Yeah. That's pretty neat. And that's probably an area that we could probably grow for our winners is to be able to make sure that they have that information. It's in that packet, though. It's in the it now is. that you're an honorary insert. And then we send you that confirmation email. So usually it's just you kind of have to get down once it says the form is created and going up to our website, www.daisyfoundation.org. There is a link for them as honorees to click on. But anyone can always visit our website. There's a whole page dedicated to honorary benefits. And you can see most of them are the honoree taking advantage of them themselves. So next time you need an ANCC certification, you would just apply for a special rate because you're an honoree using your link. So it's a lot of things you can take advantage of um, on your own just at your convenience or as applicable. So do you guys ever go on conferences or do you get to meet people from the different? So I haven't traveled internationally yet. I imagine that may be in the future. Okay, We'll see. And then conferences, yes. So we always have a table at Magnet, at AONL, at all of the various kind of large conferences. You can find Mark and Bonnie. People love to meet them or take a photograph with them. I feel like I'm at Disney sometimes or I'm just taking a bunch of pictures of people posing with them. But we're, yeah, we're usually everywhere in regards. If it's something nursing related, odds are you're going to find at least one Daisy person there or involved. And we always encourage people just to come say hi or tell us their story like you shared with us today. Congratulations, Sarah. Yeah. Absolutely Thank you, amazing. everyone. Thank you. Thank you for making time. I know you're working today. Your phone's blowing up. Time. <laughs> it was. I'm going to have some calls to make. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to keep you any longer than we appreciate you making time to come and say this. And I think it's Thank good you. for the staff to hear, you know, a real Daisy winner and what it means to you. And again, it was an honor. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Jackie and Alex, thanks for all you guys do with the foundation. Thank you. Of course. Well, just, you know, talking about the Daisy Award and how amazing that is, right? That really kind of leads us into an area that we're going to explore with our next episode, and that is the Rose Award. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Ratings and comments on those platforms will help us grow the podcast, and we appreciate the boost. 
Take Take care. care.